1: and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Care, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barbed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to Joliecare at gmail.com. The resident witch of the clean cast, Jaya Saxena, joins me to help wrap up the 2018 Halloween festivities. Hi, Jaya. Hello, Jolie. I I love your your headwear, Jaya.
2: (laughs) We are both wearing uh, spider headbands right now, sort of over or under our headphones. Jolie's is very tasteful and it's like
1: a cute cute
2: little spider right on the side, and mine looks like I am actually growing into a spider. I can see five of the legs in my peripheral vision <laughs> and they're just sort of bouncing
1: I, I feel like this is like my new tradition now the one I'm wearing is the one that I bought for myself at Dwayne Reed last year <laughs> and the one that you're wearing I bought for myself last week at Dwayne Reed um, and just like proceeded to like just like putter around the neighborhood wearing <laughs> like on a Friday just for funsies it's important. Um. <laughs> So now I'm just starting a collection of these things. But yeah, I knew you were coming in and we we're gonna do our the, the second part of our Halloween clean cast extravaganza uh <laughs> spectacular. Uh, and I was like, Well, I have to bring the fanciful headgear in and so we can we can get right into the spirit but oh, of things. Oh uh, there's gonna be more puns. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um Before we get into it, though, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show and listen to Chip Chat, why would you not want to be listening to Chip Chat? Chip Chat is fantastic. Uh, you can become an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron. Go to patreon.com slash ask a clean person to help support my show. Uh, today's Chip Chat, we're going to have a bit, kind of weird Chip Chat, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be great for the people and terrible for I us. I worry for my stomach, worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little worried, too. Um, I have the, uh, the Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's has been on like, I don't know what's going on at Trader Joe's. they were just like on the Halloween beat this year. Cause yeah. Last week on Chip Chat, we tried... Um, the bats and ghost potato snacks that they make. And they had candy corn popcorn, so we had that. It was delicious. Um, This week, because I know Jaya can handle it, um, I got the Trader Joe ghost pepper chips. So we're going to see how really hot they are. And then I also got my, my favorite thing in all the lands and all the seas, the Brock's assorted mellow creams. Uh, although this year, they have been rebranded into Mellow Cream Scary Shapes, and they've changed some of the flavors, and they've pl- changed the shapes up, and um, this has been like an ongoing tradition with Jaya um, and I eating this stuff, so we're going to uh, sample the the new iteration that Brock's put out this year. Um, what could be more delicious than ghost pepper potato chips and banana-flavored Mellow Creams? Amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that'll be our chip chat. We... Um, we have some Halloween stuff to talk about. So there's more Halloween stuff to talk about. I, I can't believe I still have more to say about Halloween, but I do. There's people uh, get messy. <laughs> I, Halloween is a really, really messy holiday. It's wonderful, and like part of why it's so wonderful is kind of because of the mess factor of yeah. it, like the costumes and the candy and the hooking up the strangers and chainmail. <laughs> um, but it is very, very messy. So last week, um, on part one of the the clean cast. Uh, spooktacular. We talked about um, a lot of costume elements. We talked about corsets and tutus and like how to clean novelty hosiery and all that kind of good stuff. We talked a lot about Sexy Gritty. Uh, yes. We, <laughs> we are actually going to talk about Gritty Gritty today in the second segment <gasps> um, because after all of this talk of Sexy Gritty, I realized that like I haven't actually explained how to clean Gritty. And... <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm going to give you guys instructions on how to clean your gritty costume, uh, or any other kind of like furry costumes, like you know your like your gorilla suit, uh, your Grinch outfit. For- I resent
2: the implication that gritty is not already sexy.
1: That actually is a very <laughs> important point. It's like the, the, there isn't sexy gritty; it's just gritty, it's just gritty. Full gritty. stop. <laughs> gritty is sexy, <laughs> obviously. Um. But before we get into all that stuff, I want to talk about gourd management. <laughs> uh, it says here, right in my notes, gourd management. Yes, it does. What <laughs> an amazing phrase. Never, breeze. never not <laughs> Um So over the years, you know, I I love getting your Halloween mess stories, and I and I want to implore you guys that uh, in November you should send me your emails and tweet at me with your Halloween mess questions. Uh, And and stories, because I do hold them for the next year. And I actually do kind of really need people to tell me like what they've done wrong. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Come November one or like two, whenever you crawl out from underneath your hangover. um, It really does help me when you tell me uh, what has gone wrong this year, because then I can hold it for twenty nineteen. Um, in years past, I have gotten a number of questions about, uh, has gone wild. Uh- <laughs> 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 um, and this year, and I had like a few, like, you know, that I, I like picked out and I was ready to go. But actually, uh, as it turns out just this week, I got a question, a fresh gourd question, uh, that I am going to have Jaya read. I, you're going to really, really enjoy the subject line. I included it. I'm really excited.
2: <laughs> Jesse writes. Subject, my kid's rotten fucking unicorn pumpkin. <laughs> my five-year-old decorated a large pumpkin uh, pumpkin to look like a unicorn. Instance, you know those cakes you see everywhere right now that are all horns and coily downcast eyelashes? Just like that. Are these sexy cakes.
1: <laughs> sexy, gritty cake, Sexy
2: unicorn cake. <laughs> we literally spent hours on this fucking thing. And because we hadn't cut into it, I thought it was safe to display in our living room. It was great until a week later when a mysteriously putrid smell signaled that the pumpkin had started to rot from the inside out, leaking its disgusting liquid onto the carpet below. Now, my house reeks like fermented Halloween farts, (laughs) and it is pungent. We do have a Bissell upright carpet steamer, which I have used two days in a row with one of their standard cleaning solutions. In between, I have attempted to dry the spot as much as possible, and yet the stench remains. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm assuming it's down. Oh, this is a bad one. Like, I'm not going to lie, this is bad. I'm assuming it's down in the pad. Should I soak the carpet in white vinegar and follow it up with the steamer again? Try something enzymatic or oxy-based? Light my house on fire and start over in a new city with a new name and a strict no-gourd rule? Any ideas would be appreciated. I'm I'm always a fan of of burning it down and yeah. moving. It's yeah. the Gord's house now.
1: Yeah, yeah the Gord owns the, the Gord. House. Will
2: invite all of its putrid friends over, <laughs> and and you can be free.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. And so that'll do it for this episode of Asking Cleaners on the podcast. <laughs> the solution to every one of your questions should just be move, <laughs> <laughs> move and witness protection, like this. <laughs> The pumpkin owns the house now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. I don't think you have to move. <laughs> you might have to move. <clears throat> but I think I think we can do some some uh some triage here. it's gonna have to be some deep triage, but I think we can <laughs> I think we can do it. Before I get into the deep triage, let let me talk to you about gourd management. Uh <laughs> Because Jesse, if it makes you feel better, like you are not alone in this. You are not nowhere near the only person who has written to me with a rotted gourd disaster <laughs> situation that they need my help with. So this really does happen. Um a few things to know about gourd management so as to avoid this fate in which you have to cede the home to the gourd. Um first thing, WD forty. My old friend WD forty. What what can't it do? <laughs> WD forty is the thing that you use to preserve pumpkins and gourds. Who knew? Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it does everything. It's perfect in every way, and it'll lubricate the hinges on your drawbridge. <laughs> done and done. I mean every every home problem solved. WD forty, and that'll do it for this episode. <laughs> of <asking> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, No. So if you have. Um, a gourd of any kind whether you've cut into it or not um if you spray it down like after you've decorated if you give it like a good thorough coating of wd-40 the thing will not rot and what it's crazy right wd-40 is amazing stuff um the thing is is that like it would have been great if jesse had known that before before this happened um, but it's all it's especially really helpful to know. I mean, look with your like jack-o' lanterns, most people don't have their jack-o' lanterns out for so, so, so long. Um, wait, what world am I living in? You yeah. all have are you leaving not seen, like
0: <laughs> you all, all the... are leaving your
1: jack-o' lanterns out until January fifteenth. What literally what world did I just like emerge from? What <laughs> <laughs> what what wardrobe did I just crawl out of where I live in Narnia, where people are like managing their pumpkins in a a timely fashion. I know you all better than that. You're not doing it. Um, Okay. A lot of people don't let their pumpkins sit out for months and months and months. Um, So if you're going to like carve your pumpkin and you are pretty good about tossing it on November one, you probably don't need to WD 40 for like three weeks worth of, pumpkin sitting outing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're gonna do one of those decorative ones, like the unicorn one and you want to display it, or if you're getting all of those like little mini, you guys, if you could see the <laughs> symphony I'm conducting right now while I'm like decorating a tablescape in my mind. Um, if you're gonna get like all of those little mini gourds and like leave them out in a display not just for Halloween, but, like, to take you through Thanksgiving. You know, people do that. Yeah. Like, your cornucopia. Yeah, exactly. Um, It is a really, really good idea to spray all of those babies down with WD-40, because that'll keep them from rotting. Okay. So that's gourd management point number one. Okay.
2: I'm really sorry. I just want to (laughs) say that I think you should uh, create some sort of clean cast merch. There's just a T-shirt that says, lube up your gourds. (laughs) Oh,
1: I'll talk to Jackie about it. <laughs> Please remind me when we finish recording to text Jackie. We get a new You know what the thing is, we'll just have to do it for next year. Yeah. Um maybe I'll do like a limited, like a like a two-month run shirt that's just... like only available in September and October. It says lube up your cords. So that's great. Loop I love up. that. Lube them up. <laughs> um Okay. Here is here's another thing. And this is, you know. This is one of those things you guys are going to hear me say and you're kind of going to go on and be like, oh, duh, Jolie. But like, it's my job to think of these things so (laughs) you don't have to. Um, Regardless of whether you've remembered to lube up the gourd or not. And do lube up the gourd. um, When you're putting them down on any kind of surface, even if it's an outdoor surface, it is really not a bad idea to put it down on a plastic plate. Just like underneath, you can, you know, you can get the small little, like, you know, appetizer size, like, solo, red, red plastic solo cup plates. Um, That's what they're called, solo cup plates. Yeah. Right. That's the technical term for them. Um, And you can put them down underneath so that, like, they won't really show through, but they are just going to create a barrier so that if the bottom of the pumpkin does indeed start to rot, it doesn't go all the way through down onto, you know, the table, the carpet, the, you know. I don't know all the way down to the foundation of the house and now the house is owned <laughs> by the gourd um so you do kind of want to think about putting something underneath it if you've got um you know if you really are just like eh, I don't know what but it will like ruin the look of my my cornucopia or whatever um consider if you've got like a tablecloth or something put a table pad underneath the tablecloth that'll also help just protect mm. the surface cuz it's easy to wash um when the gourd's inevitably do ooze <laughs> <laughs> which they will uh, on a hard surface. And I am going to talk about the carpet and what to do about it in just a second. But I want to give you guys some like some general tips. Um, the good old Doby pad, another favorite oh, hey. of the, in the clean cast family um, is excellent for helping to scrub up pumpkin goo from surface. <laughs> That's that is the technical term for it. <laughs> they're um, <very> gooey. <laughs> they're they are. I mean, they are they're oozy and gooey. Like they also they kind of when you carve into them, they kind of bleed. Yeah, you know, like they're weird. Pumpkins are weird. Let's- no,
2: you get that. And then it's like when you're pulling out all the stuff in the middle and you can never get a good handle on it. And like the the weird guts, the sli- like, it's yeah, just, the slimy
1: guts. It's like really. Ugh. See, oddly enough, I actually kind of like that part, which is weird. I mean, cause you, you know, I have that you- <laughs> except I wouldn't because, you know, like I won't even eat like I won't eat a, a buffalo wing because the ooze gets under my fingernails and I can't stand it.
2: Yeah, but I don't know. This seems like violent in a way.
1: I feel like that's that. kind of what it is, like violence against pumpkin. <laughs> violence against oozing gourds. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel powerful. Um, um, okay. So the Dolby pad is a great thing to keep in mind for any kind of surfaces that you're afraid will scratch. So, like you want to, you want to like scrub at, but you're like, I don't want to use a Brillo pad on my wood, my like wooden kitchen table. Yeah. Um, the Dolby pad is great for that. For harder surfaces, concrete, slate, brick, where, you know, oftentimes people are putting their jack lanterns like out. Like on your driveway or yeah, something. Yeah, on their driveway or front steps or whatever. Um, and then they rot because you're leaving them there until January 15th. Because uh, <laughs> I've, I've returned to the real world from Narnia, and now I'm accepting that this is the way that life goes for most of you. Uh, a scrub brush is the thing. You don't need any kind of fancy detergent to clean this. Literally, like, just, like, diluted dish soap will be fine. Like, make yourself a little bowl of diluted dish soap, scrub brush, ch 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 You'll be fine. Um, But I did want to mention the Joby pad for like, you know, your more scratchable surfaces, Mm -hmm. I guess is kind of what I was looking for there. All right. The gourd smell. I mean, this is pretty bad. The problem is, is that I yes, I think that it has gotten down into the padding. Mm. um, And so I think I think we got to do. I mean, I'm not going to have you rip the carpet up, but like that's the final step is to like rip the carpet up. But I don't think we have to do that. Uh, First thing to suggest is to blast the whole area with Lysol. Mm. Good old-fashioned Lysol. Not the mountain fresh air Lysol. Not the lavender fields. Like, (laughs) go to Amazon. Find the standard old, like, antiseptic scent Lysol. And blast the whole area of the carpet with it. The reason why I think that that's going to be the best thing to do is, one, the aerosol will get down in... I don't know if it's going to reach all the way down into the padding, but it'll do a pretty good job. But Lysol is antibacterial. Mm. So it's going to... I mean, the problem is, is basically you've just got... You've got something that's... You've got... Still growing and... Or just still, like... Yeah, you've got rotting living matter, like, in there. Well, it's not living anymore. Um, And so I think that the Lysol may, like, nuke whatever lingering (laughs) ooze is in there. Um, Another thing... I think you should try is doing another pass with the Bissell. Now I'm kind of surprised that if you have the upright one, which is like the big one, mm-hmm. um, that it wasn't penetrating down deep enough. But what I would suggest is, um, yes, indeed switching out the cleaning solution that you're using. I don't think you should, I don't think OxyClean is going to do it. Um, cause that's not as great on odors as it is on stains. Um, I don't really want you pouring white vinegar on the carpet because I don't want you saturating the carpet even more. Like Yeah, We want to be careful with that. What I would suggest using is Dr. Bronner's. Oh. Yeah, I feel like that... So instead of using the standard cleaning solution that comes with your machine, just swap in diluted Dr. Bronner's. If you go to the Dr. Bronner's website, they have what they call a dilution cheat sheet. Mm. And what you'll want to use is the dilution ratio that they give you for floor mopping solution. And then put that right in the machine. I think that that is probably... Combined with the Lysol, I think that that is going to do what you need it to do. I think the Lysol is going to like nuke the bacteria that's causing the odor, and I think that Dr. Bronner's is going to eliminate it. Um, and I think that that kind of like one two punch, which also is what pretty inexpensive, yeah, um, you know, pretty pretty like low stakes yeah. uh, approach to it, will will do it. Um, yeah, I do want you to be careful about not pouring white vinegar right into the carpet. I that that. That gives me like moisture anxiety. (laughs) You know the things that keep me up at night. Moisture Moisture anxiety. anxiety. (laughs) Um, a couple other things to suggest. So these are like, if if you if you've tried the Lysol and the Doctor Bronners and it's getting better, but it's still there's still like a lingering smell, and you want to do some more things on on top of it. Uh, you can always, this is really like a waltz through the greatest hits of ask a clean person here. Uh, you can always set out a bad air sponge. Oh yeah. Good old bad air sponge. We love a bad air sponge. Um, the other thing is if you have a cat, uh, first of all, the cat should have been like alerting you to the gourd situation (laughs) and was not. And you should put that cat out or leave the cat in the house with the gourds. That's a good punishment. (laughs) Um, the gourds are in charge now, cat uh but clean kitty litter on that on that spot um cuz remember ki- kitty litter is an yeah, absorbs od- uh, yeah. yeah um and so I can just said so the problem is, is like you have to wall off the area so the cat doesn't go use it yeah as its litter area <laughs> uh so per- perhaps you create a new problem right a whole new problem um the the other thing you can do if you don't have a cat or if you're like oh the cat is an asshole and will go and use this Gourd-smelling section of the carpet as its new box um, is. You can put down loose activated charcoal, uh, which that's the stuff that you can find um, at pet supply stores in the area where they have all of the fish supply stuff because it's used in um, aquatic oh, tanks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you can buy like a tub. You'll appreciate this giant. You know those like tubs of of rice yeah. that you get at like the bodega. Yeah, like the the right yeah, 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 right. Um, they sell the active charcoal, like in those kinds of tubs. Amazing. Yeah. Um, don't eat it. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to be good for you, but you can just put down like a big loose pile and it's an odor absorber. So you can just kind of leave it there for like, mm, I don't know, 24, 48 hours a week. I don't yeah. know until January 15th. When you <laughs> take the rotting pumpkin off of your front soup. Um, and after it's done, it's like loose activated charcoal thing. You just vacuum it up. Yeah. Hose attachment. Hose attachment when you vacuum it up, but yeah, so that would be what I would try. Um, I I I don't think that we need to seed the house to the gourd just yet, but I will say like this is a pretty bad one. This is a pretty bad one. Um, and so I'm sorry that it happened to Jesse before this episode um existed, but I'm happy that she asked the question because it did let me tell you guys about uh gourd management and um you know basically like preventing the problem before it happens yeah yeah so lube your gourds um, lube your gourds love it and we have a new merch uh, <laughs> all right <laughs> this is a good time for us to take a quick break jaya and i will be right back with more about your halloween costumes this is ask over oh, not your halloween costume no. oh yes we are going to talk about your halloween costumes. okay we're good gonna, we're talking about your gritties uh this is ask a clean person the podcast Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person's Podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by Chaya Saxena. Why can't I talk today? I don't know. What is wrong with me? Scorpio season's messing everything up.
2: Remember? It really is. And I am a Scorpio, and I love this, (laughs) and I will be thriving soon, but it's just...
1: It was a full moon yesterday. I feel like I'm just so all jacked up from a full moon. Yeah. I I was a disaster, Chaya. I almost texted you, actually, to be like... Hi, (laughs) are you having problems today? (laughs) I'm having some problems. And I was such a mess that like, I was like, no, I can't even, I can't even indulge what a mess I am. I just have to like be face down in this article that I can't finish about Halloween. It's like, I wrote about Halloween for eight straight hours.
2: Oh my God. I
1: It was a thousand words. Like I was like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I get this out? I know this stuff in my sleep. Um, yeah, it was very. This has a very strange time. Uh, I have to say, but we have some really fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um. So, for obvious reasons, I haven't gotten a question about this, but I want to talk to you guys about cleaning your gritty costumes because yeah. undoubtedly the gritty costume is going to be the costume of the year this year. Um. I've already started to see. Some of the costumes that people are making, like people have been tweeting them at me, like I've seen the sexy gritty, um, which you do make a very very valid point that like all gritty is sexy gritty. Gritty
2: on his own is extremely sexy. Yes,
1: indeed. Um, I was actually thinking that it shouldn't be sexy gritty; it should be slutty gritty, mm. and that gritty would want it that way. Yeah, because um, I feel like Gritty's
2: also a slut. But like, right? I feel like
1: <laughs> oh my God, you're slut shaming gritty. I'm not. Sl- it's not shaming. I oh. think gritty's <laughs>
2: proud to be a slut.
1: Do you think Gritty's a slut?
2: I think so. I think that Gritty only dresses the way that Gritty does because it's, like, work appropriate. Because it's all we ever see him in is, like, when he's doing the mascot stuff. But I don't know. In his personal life,
1: maybe he's a little sluttier. I maybe a little bit thought of Gritty as an incel. Ooh. I know. Which doesn't, like, fit super with, like, how great Gritty is.
2: Yeah. But, like,
1: I don't know. There's... I don't <laughs> I mean, maybe, with me, apparently. Maybe Gritty's lonely.
2: <laughs> it's just, like, I don't think incel in terms of, like, the violent way that, like, those guys are on Reddit, but I feel like incel just in I feel like of, Gritty like...
1: lives alone in his mom's basement. Yeah. I guess is kind of where... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am no. I wrong
2: about that? No, I, I think I see that. Okay. I think I see that. Yeah. Um. Like, com- like... But he's saving up. Comments like a he's lot just... on
1: Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys, I got to tell you something. I've, I've like resisted tweeting this because every time I go to tweet it, I'm like, it's too early in the day for this. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Um, I went in, in pursuit of my gritty cleaning, gritty costume cleaning, um, research. I went to the Reddit Furry, furry subs. Yes. And there's no gritty content. Hand to God. The furries are not talking about gritty and I don't know why.
2: I feel like I'm, furries and mascots though are maybe a very... No, it's all a... Is it? Is there a similar? Yeah.
1: It's like all it's all related uh, my my extensive research into the furry community. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, it's like the whole thing with Tony the Tiger. and
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess gritty isn't necessarily an animal in the same way. Like, what is Gritty? Gritty's Gritty. Gritty's just Gritty.
1: Yeah. But, but it's he's like... an animal. He's furry. He's where his first No, ear. no, no.
2: It's like, right, he, he, but like what, like Tony the Tiger is a tiger. Like, what is a Gritty?
1: Oh, oh, like what is a Pluto? Yeah. Uh, or no, Pluto's a dog. Pluto's what, a dog. What the one that we don't, it's in Stand By Me. It's like the seminal question of Stand By Me.
2: Oh, God. How am I blanking on this? Yeah.
1: There's one of the Disney characters that you don't know what it is. We'll think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to Gritty um okay so gritty is like you know uh, cl- clearly it is going to be the costume of the year um which means that that like people are going to be needing to clean fursuits mm-hmm. um and it's actually kind of like exciting for someone in my line of work because i do know how to clean a fursuit and it doesn't come up that often <laughs> um so, apparently the furry community doesn't know about me because i've never gotten any questions about that which like last week on the show they were asking me they were like have you ever done a furry episode and i was like well no because i haven't got any questions
2: but, and like, have, I will. Like,
1: I mean, I'll do any niche topic. Well, because
2: also, like, those those costumes are expensive. Yeah. Like, yeah. those are an investment. You want to know how to clean those yeah. properly.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so years and years ago, I did get a question from someone about how, about cleaning a gorilla suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of, I, like, I want to talk about it because the thing is, is that, like, you know, even if you're not going to do gritty this year, and why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> your disappointment to us all um you know things like gorilla suits especially are things that we tend to rent and have to return um and if you've like it's you know easy to like spill on it or throw up on it or like you know what or like you know you're there's going to be a nor'easter this year around on halloween weekend which means that like you'd be tromping around in like muddy disgusting streets of new york and you're you trash your rented gorilla suit um so I want to talk a little bit about how to clean those things. And there's a sort of this the second part of this is that a lot of times those sexy costumes that you buy on like Yandy.com. Oh God, yeah. Have those like furry boot things that you oh put over? Gosh, you know what I mean? Yes. So like fur is also kind of an element of a lot of or you know fake fur is an element of a lot of Halloween costumes. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to use this as a jump off to explain how to clean uh, your sexy gritty or your f- <laughs> fur suit. Um, it is actually very, very, very easy. Mild shampoo, like a clear shampoo, a baby shampoo is really all you need. Um, if you've got a full gorilla suit, you might not want to do a full hand washing because it would involve submerging this thing (laughs) in water, which means then taking it out of the water and like having a big, heavy, dripping, wet gorilla suit that you have to dry off or gritty suit or whatever it is that you're going to dress up on. Um, but if you have smaller items, like if those you have those furry boots. boots or like a furry tail that you want to reuse or like, you know, furry ears or what, what, what whatever furry things you might have in, yeah. your, in your life, in your, your costume wardrobe, um, those all can be hand washed. You just need a small amount. Again, clear shampoo is fine for this. Um, you just kind of want to like clean it the way you clean hair, basically, like give it a little scrub, rinse it off. Um, roll it in a towel, just like you'd wrap your own hair in a towel Yeah, and let it air dry. Um, if you do have larger items though, again, it really, it's the drying issue. Um, and what you want to take into account when you're thinking like, okay, which way do I approach this? Is you want to think about the size and the bulk of whatever it is that you have to clean. Mm -hmm. Um, and what's going to be most realistic in terms of like the actual operation of like getting this thing into, in and out of a body of water. Um, yeah. So for that reason, with larger items, um, you're probably better off spot cleaning them. This is also very easy. You're basically going to use like a you know a washcloth or a dish rag or something like that, um, and wash the suit just like you would wash yourself. <laughs> yeah, like which is weird to think about, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh right, like I can just like stand this thing upright and like yeah just- and wash it and wash it, yeah. Um, so what you'll want to do for this operation is you'll want to get um, a bowl that you fill about halfway up. You want to leave enough headspace to be able to dip your. I hear this all the time from people. They fill the bowl all the way up and then they're like, "It was splashing everywhere." I'm like, "Did you miss the lesson about water displacement in kindergarten? Because that's why we had those tables to play with. Like that's that was the lesson of the water table in kindergarten uh, is water displacement." Um. So what you want to do is you want to fill your little bowl up about halfway with water and a little bit of detergent. You can use dish soap. You can use a clear, clear shampoo. You don't really want to use one of those like, um, those shampoos that aren't clear because they have like beads and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then you just want to like dip the washcloth in there, wring it out and just like, yeah, wipe the, wipe it down, wipe it down. Just like you'd wipe yourself. Um, (laughs) You kind of want to work in the direction of the fur so that you're not tangling and and getting it all matted. Mm -hmm. Um, But also um, when it is drying, um, it is probably going to look a little matted and bedraggled. And I have help for that. And this is actually something that I just had to do in my own life. With my own sexy, gritty <laughs> fursuit that I just, you know, have around. No, it wasn't a fursuit. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Before you get to that part, though, when you're when you're done giving it, it's scrubbing with its washcloth, um, you can just, like, towel it off. Again, like, just, like, yeah. you towel yourself. Like a person. Like, just a person. Um and when it's when it gets to and just like let it air dry, when it gets to the point where it's kind of just damp, you can also turn a hair dryer on the cool setting on it, Ooh, which will and help fluff it up, which will help to fluff it up. Now, here, this is really important, though. You have to use the cool setting. Do not use a high heat setting because a lot of times fur suits the fur is glued in.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: To it's to it's like you know netting human base like whatever that I don't know what that thing is called like your sh- it's the shell I guess. Yeah. Um a lot of times it's glued in and so if you use high heat you can melt the glue. Uh and also if like uh you know obviously it's going to be made of synthetic but if it's made of like a more plasticky <laughs> synthetic you can like melt, melt the fur. it. Yeah. <laughs> um so cool hair dryer. Even after blow drying though it may still look a little matted and bedraggled and not as fluffy as you would like it to be. And so here is the trick. You need to get a slicker brush, which is the kind of brush that you use on dogs and cats. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like, um, it looks like a paddle brush, but instead of having like bristles, like we think of hairbrush bristles, it, they almost look like little pins, like little straight pins. You've probably seen them at like pet supply stores. So, um, I, did I, not re- I
2: mean, I have one. I just did not realize that that was the name for it. Yeah, I thought it was just brush. a
1: cat brush. <laughs> <laughs> slicker brush. And they do come in all different sizes. So um, if you're if the thing that you're trying to brush out is a gorilla suit and therefore a large, buy a large slicker brush so you can cover more space. Yeah. If the thing that you have to fluff up is smaller, buy a smaller one. And they, so now here comes my my personal experience for this. When I recorded the Hockey Gear episode, so yeah. two two episodes ago, I wore, I have these, um, they're like shower sandals, but they're pink furry oh, shower yeah. sandals. Uh, they're obviously not meant to actually be worn in the shower because they're, they're pink furry. It, there was like a torrential downpour that day. And on the walk to the studio, my poor pink furry shower sandals, athletic sandals, got soaked. I mean just like so 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 soaked. And I like the next day was like a very nice day so I stuck them outside on my um on my fire escape to dry in the sunshine. Um and I knew that this would still be the case when I pulled them back in they were still like they were dry but they were very bedraggled looking. Yeah. Um and certainly not the way that my pink furry <laughs> <laughs> athletic sandals should look. So I ran down to my like the local like pet supply store and bought a little slicker brush and I brushed out my pink furry athletic sandals and they look they look so good like I can't even believe how good they look so I I want to mention that like this is the kind of thing that you can do with your furry costumes but also like any kind of faux fur anything that you have in your life like if you have like um think they're really so, so much in style, but like the um, kind of UGG style boots with the faux fur yeah. on top was like a big look for a while and that those will get super matted in the course of wear. If you've got um, a jacket that has faux fur collar cuffs, the slicker brush can be used to like zhuzh that up. Um, so yeah, it's like a good thing. This is a good time of year to like remind you guys yeah. that you're and I mean, actually you can use it for a real fur too if you if you do wear real fur. Um, the one thing to know about it and like, you'll feel this as soon as you start, you want to be, you want to use a really, really gentle touch with it because mm-hmm. the bristles are metal. Yeah. Like, and like the cat loves that because it's like right scratched.
2: And the point of, and right, the point of using it for the cat is to get like the excess hair out. Yes. Uh, Sorry, Matt, is like you don't want to rip the hair out of the costume.
1: Exactly. So you just want to be really, really gentle with it. Um, and like when you start going, you're going to be like, oh, this feels like a little nerve-wracking. Um, just use a really, really light, gentle touch. Um, and it goes really fast. And then you'll have a lovely, plush, gritty to, <laughs> to keep you warm all winter. <laughs> and it'll be perfect. Um, and on that note, That'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person's yeah. Podcast now that you know how to clean your fursuits.
2: Yeah. Um, Go be the sexiest gritty you can be. <laughs> That's
1: right. Well, the thing <laughs> is with the gritty costume, too, is like, I'm sure a lot of people are listening to this being like, well, if it gets trashed, just sort out. Like, you're not going to throw out your sexy gritty. You're going to be wearing your sexy gritty. Uh, yeah. For the duration of the hockey so you're gonna be wearing that thing into june this is very important hockey doesn't end till june now yeah oh my what god what a world that we live in <laughs> uh, <laughs> so go out there and be the best sexy gritty you can be send me photos of you and your sexy gritty costumes um send me photos of your babies and their baby gritties. your doggy gritties baby, gritty. Baby, gritty. baby gritties i've already seen doggy gritties and the oh best my god thing ever. it's like killing me i love it so much um and as a reminder, I definitely, even though Halloween uh, will, ha- will have come and gone at a certain point, which is very sad to think about, uh, I do want to hear about what messes you made this year, because it really helps me for my 2019 uh, Halloween content. Yes. Uh, and so that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes or Spotify as a reminder the show is now available on Spotify. Leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you my listeners for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person the podcast.